Curtin Cade Mornings, not just on the radio. It's a podcast, too. Inconvenient parroting, two words that go together nicely. Yes, they do. And and I think uh, most parenting, if it's done right, is pretty inconvenient. Melissa Hannigan hung out with us, and it's a great conversation. Yeah, that's the name of her new book, but there was something even beyond the book. We did talk about, obviously, the uh, God-given traits that our kids have and, and really being there for our kids wherever Wherever they are, we need to be there, too. Yes. But the way we began the conversation was with something that she said that really, well, it caught our eye when we read it. She wrote this. Six months ago, when I saw my first author copies of this book, I didn't even want to look at them. So there's a backstory here. Why don't we start right there? Six months ago, uh, tragically, my 16-year-old son was in an accident in a swimming pool um, and subsequently passed away three weeks um, in the ICU. It was unexpected, to say the least, and rocked our family's world. He's the oldest of four. I have three daughters as well. Um, And so, yeah, the book was set to launch August 1st, which was my 15-year-old's birthday, uh, my next oldest child. And, um, I was, well, I guess I should back up. So June, we were literally getting ready to go out of town the day, um, the next day after the accident. So I was getting ready to start the book launch process. I had interviews scheduled. I was flying up to Colorado to do some in-person interviews. Like everything was trucking along. Um, and then in an instant, our lives entirely changed. I got a phone call said, you need to get to the hospital right now. Joey's being airlifted. Um, And it was just all kind of a blur. But so yeah, I came home from the hospital. um, Came we we, my family and I kind of went away for a little bit to grieve, came back and my author copies were sitting on the counter. And I dedicated the book to my four children. They are so much of what inspired this book. Um, God, changed my perspective on parenting several years ago. And I was so honored to get the opportunity to share with readers some of the lessons that God had taught me along the way. I'm a mom in the midst of it. So I'm not an expert by any means. But I really poured my family into this book. So when I came home after losing Joey, and and the first page is dedicated to the four of them, I was honestly, I was angry. I was like, God, what you knew, I believe that God is sovereign. I believe that God was with us in every step of this process. But it almost felt cruel that I had this brand new book that I was previously excited about promoting. And now it just felt painful to relive those memories. And thankfully, the people at Moody have been so kind. They let me put pause on the book launch. And, you know, we had pre-sold some books, which was I was very grateful for. But, but honestly, my head was just not in the place to talk about the book. I was focusing on grieving, helping my daughters in this new phase of life that we were walking through. Um, but it was Christmas time. Um, the Lord was so kind. I mean, I could tell so many stories of God's faithfulness through starting from the accident to today. But I really felt a peace around Christmas time, which is a incredible because, you know, everybody tells you the first, every first after you lose a loved one is difficult. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But God was so kind. And and I, I, 
I had a new perspective. I realized that this inconvenient parenting life, this, this path that the Holy Spirit directed me to changed the way that my family functioned. Honestly, our priorities shifted. We, I was listening earlier when you were talking about taking your boys to Blockbuster and, and those experiences, those memories is so much of what I, I try to remind parents to make time for in the book. And I'm so glad that I did because I got to be present for so much of Joey's life. And, and so I, my heart is filled with gratitude for this book now. I'm so grateful to the Lord who guided me down this path and allowed me to be present and, and really cherish the, the hard days and the, the fun days and the frustrating days and the sad days with Joey because now I have all those memories to treasure in my heart until I see him again in heaven. Wow. And so it's, you know, it's emotional still to share. Sure, um, sure. This is only the second time I've really gotten to talk about it, but God has been so faithful to give me the strength and the peace that I couldn't understand if I wasn't walking through it myself, honestly. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode of the Curtain Cape Mornings podcast. We always welcome a review with your thoughts and comments, and please feel free to subscribe and follow us as well. You alluded to the goodness of God almost, I don't know, not, I don't want to put words in your, mouth, in your <laughs> mouth, but the way that you described it, it's almost as if during that period of time when you were grieving, first of all, you felt the presence of the Lord with you, but it's like you would turn corners, and around every corner— you know, God was obviously there, and He Absolutely. was encouraging you. And boy, that's really, really important for all of us to to think about. I mean, we have some folks joining us this morning, and they are in the midst of uh, a loss of some type, or they're dealing with some issue, and they need to be reassured of maybe something they already know, or maybe it's just something they intellectually know that God is with us. But here you are just fresh out of the crucible, and you're like, no, 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 God is real, and he will walk with you through the fire. And might I even say he will surprise you in the midst of that, not only with his goodness, but maybe, I don't know, the, the, maybe in the darkest days, you can smile from the inside out, and it's because of him. Absolutely. I mean, I had a very wise friend remind me early on in my grief journey to start a gratitude journal, which sounded crazy, but it really shifted my perspective because every day I could find multiple things to be grateful for, multiple ways that God showed up. And having that perspective and my eyes open looking for it, I saw him everywhere. And But I know that it's really easy to focus on the pain and the hurt. And it's real. And I'm not denying and walking through acting like it doesn't hurt because it does. Right. But when our eyes are shifted to looking for God's hands, we see him everywhere. And I'm so grateful for a friend that reminded me. And so if I can be that encouragement to a listener that he is there, we just have to look up from the pain and, and find him. Mm. You really, That's your great. experience behooves us to do um, the inconvenient parenting to spend that time because, you know, it's, I know my, my mom lost a lot of people in her life. She always said, you never know the last time you're going to be mm -hmm. talk to someone. So, yeah. uh, you know, really spend time, be present. Absolutely. And I'm so grateful that in our family, God 
really drove home in my heart that relationships were a priority. Like I'm a type A mom. I like to get my checklist done. I also homeschool. So I'm very task oriented, but about 2020, my perspective shifted and I really started to put relationships first. We still got things done. Chores still had to get accomplished. Math assignments still had to be finished, but relationship was really what I focused on most. And I can tell you that building that foundation of relationship, number one, I'm so thankful to the relationship that I have with Joey. I will treasure that for the rest of my life. He was the best son. But my daughters, we have such a strong relationship and open communication. I talk a lot in the book about providing opportunity for conversations and and hard questions and nothing is off limits. And, And this season of grief has been so important for my daughters to understand that, that they can come to me with their questions with God. I have one daughter that's really angry with God right now. And I'm thankful that we have that foundational understanding that I'm here. I'm open and I want her to know that she can come to me with all the things. And a lot of the principles that I write about in this book, God knew from the beginning of time where our family would be today, but I had no idea. And I'm so grateful for the Holy Spirit prompting and guiding me each day to live in this way that set us up for just a much smoother transition. Not to say that it hasn't had its difficulties because it definitely has, but that relational foundation has been so essential for our whole family's healing process, honestly. You talk about open lines of communication and listening to your kids and spending time wherever you are, be all there. Mm -hmm. And when I think about the title of your book, Inconvenient Parenting, and I've mentioned this on the show before, when my boys were older, teenagers, it always seemed to be, you know, you try to draw stuff out of them. How was your day today? You know, going down that road. How was your day? Just, you know, trying to trying to get them to talk and, mm-hmm. and just open up and provide those opportunities. And then I realized, okay, it's just in the ebb and flow of an ordinary day. Yep. I just need to be available and be aware of when they're, they're able to talk or willing to talk. Nine times out of ten, you know what would happen, Melissa? They would want to talk and start to open up about 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yep. And I would be like, I am so brain dead and I'm so yes. tired, I can't believe it. And I had to force myself mm-hmm. to pay attention to say, okay, whatever. I got to get up early tomorrow morning. I got to do whatever. Okay, that's on the back burner. I need to be fully present because I have been waiting for this moment mm-hmm. for a long time. Inconvenient for me but important to them. Right. Absolutely. That is exactly, you know, my husband actually is the one that helped me title this book. Um, I wanted to call it sacrificial parenting. I feel like that sounds more spiritual and holy, but the reality is you're right. We have to choose to be inconvenienced at times, but yeah, absolutely. Joey was, you know, he had just started driving. Um, Well, he was getting ready to turn 17 right before he passed away. So we had a full year of a 16-year-old driver, and he would come in. His curfew was 11 when it wasn't a school night. And so he would come in right at curfew, if not a little after, (laughs) because he always had to drop a friend off. That was his excuse. But mom, they needed a ride, and I (laughs) couldn't leave them. Exactly. I I love your servant heart, but curfew. But anyways, (laughs) yeah, he would come in, and he would want to talk. And there were a lot of times that I was exhausted exhausted and wanting to go to sleep. But I'm so thankful that we chose to, like you said, be fully present and listen. Another thing that I realized as I was writing this book, you know, I feel like the Lord 
I hear pastors say this too, as you're preparing a sermon, it is the thing that you're writing or speaking about is the thing that the Lord is really going to drill down into your heart, right? And so yes. as I'm yes. as I'm writing this book, which took a several year process, um, so I'm in the midst of parenting and, and raising my kids, and it was really easy for me to write, be present, make sure you stop and, and listen, but then to turn around and say, Guys, mom's writing. Leave exactly. me alone. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Hey, I've got this project. I got to do this book. Yes. I'm writing this book. You guys pipe exactly. down over there. Yes, exactly. But I'm so grateful that, you know, when I had it in my mind as I'm writing this, the Holy Spirit was like, okay, you've got to practice what you preach. And um, one of the things that I, I think helped in my communication with Joey, especially, is when he was probably 12, 13, he got really into Roblox and some video games that I had no interest in whatsoever. But I I felt very convicted that I needed to listen as he wanted to go on and on and on about all these different Minecraft features and just sitting there and listening to him talk about what he was excited about talking really, again, built that foundation where later when it was more important things, he knew that I was interested. But a lot of times as parents, it's easy to say, oh, I don't care about, you know, that that doesn't really matter to me. And in the moment, it doesn't feel like it is a big deal. But to the kids, it really is. And so choosing to, you know, not only be present at night when they're, you're exhausted, but when they're talking about things that maybe don't seem as important to you at the time, understanding that it keeps the door open for when it is more important conversations. Yes. Our guest is Melissa Hannigan. She's the author of a brand new book that is Dynamite, Inconvenient Parenting, Activate Your Child's God-Given Traits. And she talks about some uh, qualities that are key ingredients, you know, to, to really to do this parenting thing right. You know, there's wisdom and wonder and vitality, being present, sensitivity, flexibility. Uh, I like the fact that playfulness and humor is in there, too. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, you know, uh, humor is... What is it? It's the grease on the wheels of life, Kate. Is that is that what it is? <laughs> it's it's important. It's good for your heart. It's good. Uh-huh. It does good like a medicine. The Bible yeah. knows. I mean, I mean, we're catching up with the Bible. That's the way it always is. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's what I loved researching this book and figuring awesome. out that so many of these things are things that God gave us, and yes. we're just figuring it out. Awesome, Melissa. Thank you for being with us today. Many blessings to you and your family. Thank you so much, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Curtain Gate Mornings Podcast. Please take a minute to follow, subscribe, and review us. And no matter where in the world you are, you can listen to us live from 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on the Moody Radio app.